Welcome to Be A Better Marketer podcast. What is up, everyone? I'm excited to share with you some of the things that I learned from completing the 75 Heart Challenge and some takeaways that you can apply to your business and your life. If you ever wished you had a guide to help you navigate the complex world of online marketing with basic frameworks and basic actions, then this is the podcast you've been looking for. I'm your host and guide, Brad Parnell, with a decade plus experience working with startups to global brands. I've got insights and actions for you. I can't wait to share with you. Let's go to today's topic. Hey, it's Brad with Be A Better Marketer. Thanks for joining me today. I want to talk a little bit about my journey that I just completed called 75 Hard and some of the things that I learned um, that do relate back into marketing and leadership. And I'm going to share some things that I think will help you in your leadership and the things that you're doing in your business and even the things that you're doing for marketing. So if you haven't heard of 75 Hard, it's a program by Andy Frisella and he started it as a mindset challenge, not just a, a weight loss or a a muscle gain challenge, but really a full mindset challenge. And just to give you the, the list of what it includes, it's 75 days straight where you have to drink one gallon of water a day, do two 45 minute workouts every day. One of them has to be outside. You have to read 10 pages of a book. You have to stick to a a diet. Um, you have no alcohol and you have to do that every day for 75 days in an app that you you check it off every day. And if you miss a day, you have to start over. So it is a very intentionally hard, which is why it's called 75 Hard Plan. But the goal, what, what I realized is I just finished this uh, yesterday, made it to the finish line, is is really the the discipline that you learn by doing things that are hard and uncomfortable and unpleasant consistently, even when you're traveling for work, you're on vacation, you have a bad day, you're not feeling good, you have to think your way into feeling. And that's something that um, my business partner, Coach Bert, also says a lot. He talks about thinking your way into feeling, not feeling your way into thinking. Because if we just base things off of feelings, we're never going to get the results we want because we can't trust our emotions, we can't trust our feelings. That doesn't mean that we can't make gut instinct sometimes and we can't let emotions be a part of it. But when we let our emotions and let our feelings lead us, they are going to lead us astray. So what I wanted to do today is list out a few of the things that I learned, some of the key takeaways that I'm hoping will help you, regardless if you decide to do this crazy challenge or not. These are the things that that I learned. And if you do the challenge, um, maybe some of the things that you can expect to, to take away from it. So keep in mind too, um, you know, when you do this, this is a different gear. This isn't for everyone. This is a different gear of, of thinking. It's a different mindset and it's a different strategy for how to, to force new results because you're putting yourself in a very extreme and uncomfortable situation. So the, the biggest thing that I've learned, if I were to bullet point out these things is that one, I can do hard things and you can do hard things. We're all capable of so much more than we think we are. The other is easy is not the path. If you're looking to grow and you're looking to change, you're looking to get more out of your life, whether that's family, finance, 
faith, whatever that might be, the path is never easy. There is always a resistance that we have to face to get to growth. And that's easy to say, but it's much harder to do because our bodies are wired, our, our brains are wired to seek comfort, not seek pain. And the, the last thing, which is kind of similar to that, is a concept of embracing the hill, which means I've got to we all have to be looking for those hills, looking for those challenges, not running towards pain all the time, but running towards a little bit of discomfort and embracing the challenges because we know those challenges are going to bring growth. And there's a line, I, I want to say I learned this from uh, Craig Groeschel, uh, maybe one of my business coaches, but it's a line that's always stuck with me. That's consistency over intensity. So what that means is, if you're looking to make a big impact and a big change, that means you're going to have to do consistent things over a long period of time to get those results. There's not going to be one power hour that's going to change everything for you. It's a lot of power hours strung together over time that bring the change. Very rarely is there that one pull-down lever, big red button, one thing to do that's going to change everything. Arguably, the hardest thing to do is to start But once you start something, that doesn't mean that it's going to be finished that same time. That means you've got to keep pressing on. So during that 75 hard, I got a lot of book reading done. Three of the the books that I went through that I recommend, that are great books, are the following. The first is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. You've probably heard of that. The second one is The Common Path to Uncommon Success by John Lee Dumas. And the third is Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. And that's the Navy SEAL. And I'm going to give you a quick run through of what I, the big takeaways from those books. And if you haven't read those, I do highly recommend them. They're great. Think and Grow Rich has been around forever by Napoleon Hill. It is, if, if you ever work with a mindset coach or a business coach or a leadership coach, this is always on their shelf. Um, it is a very, very interesting book with timeless truths. So what he talked about that I, my biggest takeaway was having a definite purpose, a definite plan and a definite focus. Let me unpack those real fast. So definite purpose means that you have to, it has to be backed by a burning desire for fulfillment. If you don't have a vision for your life, you don't have a definite aim of where you're going, then you're not going to get there. You're not going to accidentally end up to a place of success, fulfillment, and purpose. So you have to have a definite purpose. A definite plan means that you have to now map out that plan and that path to get to that purpose, and it needs to be expressed by continuous action, the daily steps you're going to take to get to that that purpose. And then finally is a definite focus um, of your mind closed tightly against all negative and distracting people around you. Now, this one is the hardest even though it sounds like the easiest, it's really thinking about are the people that are around you in your life, are they chanting you on? Are they celebrating you? Are they pushing you forward? Or are they questioning everything you're doing? Are they critical of the change you're trying to bring in your life? And are they holding you back? Big question. Those are big thoughts to to process. So that is Think and Grow Rich. There's a lot of great concepts there, but those are the biggest takeaways is having a definite purpose, a definite plan, and a definite focus so you can get the things that you want in your life. The second book was The Common Path to Uncommon Success by John Lee Dumas, a successful entrepreneur, writer, author, speaker, has a great podcast. 
um, entrepreneur on fire where he interviews business owners every day, uh, the top people in the world. And he talks about productivity, discipline, and focus. You'll kind of see a theme in some of these books, but just the importance again of taking action on your goals and having extreme productivity. And he does it in an interesting way. It's, it's called mega batching. So he will only spend a day or two a week an extreme focus time to get a bunch of stuff done so he doesn't have to work the rest of the days. Now, that, that doesn't work for everybody in every business in every situation, but it's a very interesting concept if you can apply extreme focus and discipline on tasks to complete a goal, then you can change the way that your brain works and rewire uh, kind of like your business world so it's not just trying to fit, fit everything into a normal um, nine to five business time. The last one is Extreme Ownership, one of my business favorites by Jocko Willink. And the whole premise of this book is about taking responsibility, hence the title Extreme Ownership. If you are a leader in your business, then everything falls on you. So instead of asking yourself who's to blame, it's by default saying I'm to blame. If something happened in my organization, if we didn't deliver something on time, if a customer's upset, if we didn't hit a goal or milestone, it's not your manager's fault, it's not your director's fault, it's not your uh, production person's fault. Essentially, it's, it's your fault. It falls on you because maybe the, the person in charge didn't have enough clarity. Maybe they didn't have enough direction. Maybe they didn't have the right tools, but something broke and you have to take extreme responsibility for that. Now, I know that m- might sound a little extreme, but hey, that's why it's called extreme ownership. But that helps you think differently and be a better leader. And the other big takeaway from that book is the phrase discipline equals freedom. I know I've experienced that. I continue to experience it. I definitely have not arrived because there's no arrival. But if you have extreme dr- discipline in your life and you're doing things consistently over time, then you will get results and you'll get that freedom. Most business owners, entrepreneurs, we all want freedom, right? We want financial freedom. We want time freedom. We want to do the things that we want to do and not feel like we're having to do it for just for someone else where there's an endless cycle of just, just doing things for other people, right? But the truth is when we do things for other people and we have a vision and focus of where we want to go, we become disciplined. And instead of everything just being all over the place with ideas and not having a process or a system... Once we have those processes and systems, we get more freedom. There's more predictability in what we're doing. We're able to start delivering more things on time. We're able to start bringing in more people because we've got a process and a system. Everything starts to work like clockwork and less like starting over fresh from zero every day. And that equals freedom. That's why the most successful businesses in the world are truly organized. That's why we call them organizations. They have an organized set of systems and processes that they follow. They have playbooks. They can execute those playbooks. They can bring in more people to execute those playbooks. And it's not just dependent on one person all the time. That creates freedom. Um, Lastly, I want to share just a a cool personal story. As I finished this 75 hard program yesterday, I actually took the very last workout with my son. My son just turned 13. Uh, Just to get real personal, I'm trying to become a better father as well as a better husband, better friend, better leader. Uh, but one of the one of those things is becoming a better father. I connect really well to my daughter, trying to connect better to my son. So spending more time with my son. So me and him took a took a walk yesterday, followed by some uh, playing some basketball, 
And we just got to have a great conversations and share about, you know, goals, what he's looking to accomplish as he's getting older, talking to him about, you know, establishing good habits, the importance of relationships, the importance of health and what was neat. And this was not my intent. I wasn't trying to push this agenda on him, but he's been watching me go through 75 hard and I got to show him some progress pictures and show him kind of what I was doing. And it inspired him to be like, man, I want to do something like that. And so we're, we created a, <laughs> we're calling 75 easy, but we got to sit down yesterday and make a plan for him of what he's going to change in his life from a daily habits and disciplines. And that, that was not only touching as a father to, to see that my actions were inspiring my son, but to see him start to think in that way of creating habits and disciplines at a, at a young age that are going to affect things later on in his life. So that was an unexpected outcome of going through the program of having inspired my son, seeing him want to do something similar. And honestly, that, that in itself, more than anything else, other results I saw was, was worth it is having a bigger impact on my son and him, him say, seeing what dad's doing and want to do something like that. So that was a touching moment. Um, but yes, it's over now. It's done. I completed it. Um, now I've, now the big thing is continuing to find new challenges and new things in my life. And I hope you'll do the same. I want you to remember it's all about consistency, not just intensity, but also we've got to be okay to do the hard things. If we only do things that are easy and comfortable, we're never going to move the needle in our lives. We're always going to be stuck and we're always going to be whining and complaining and looking backwards, thinking about, man, remember the time when blank. My best times were in the past. When all of your best times are in the past, all of your successes are in the past, that means you've put things into a neutral gear and you're not pressing into the future. Now, granted, we just came out of the two most difficult years with the pandemic that no one has ever experienced. Um, and leading out of that is hard because no one's ever done it before. We've, no one's ever been through a crisis like this before. So it is very difficult. But we can't use that as an excuse to not press into the hard, not take the hill, not go into the storm and fight for what matters most. Having that definite purpose, having that discipline, having that focus and being persistent. We can't give up. We have to keep pressing through. So I want to encourage you today to keep pressing on and keep pressing through. Um, I'm a believer. So I always think about the verse in Philippians, Philippians 4.13, if I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, we have a limited amount of power and supply from ourselves. So we have to get that eternally and externally. And for me, it's, it's from the Lord and it's spiritual, but he gives us unlimited strength to do the things that we need to do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for being part of Be A Better Marketer. Today's podcast was a little bit more about mindset, but mindset is so important to do the things that we want in business, um, to be able to be better marketers, better leaders, better owners. I hope you have a great week and I want you to press into those challenges. I'll see you next time. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So if you could write a quick review, give it a five-star rating. And then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson, 
please share it. That's how we grow. And thanks for your support.